0: Um, so, we'll start with the, the birth. You know, this is, it's been really interesting. Uh, this is, by the way, Micah Valmarie Thomas. This is the baby, if you haven't seen her yet. Um, Micah is the girl name. We, we did a K instead of a C. And Valmarie is Valsama and Mary put together. We smushed it and made Valmarie. <laughs> you know, it's always good to honor your parents and the people that you know, blessed our life. So, Micah Valmarie Thomas. So, you know, it's interesting as this has been a, a very different pregnancy in every way. Um, and so when the baby came out and the doctor looked at me, cause we told the doctor, we don't know the gender. The doctor looked at me and said, what's the gender? And I was like, I don't know, I don't remember like biology. So I looked closely and I was like, it was about boys that, a boy? Is that a... I think it's a girl. <laughs> and, and she was like, it's a girl. And everyone started clapping. And so I have a daughter. And it was such an interesting feeling because more than Zion, no offense to Zion, but anytime Micah cries, I want to protect her. Like I'm like, hey, fix her. Like when she was crying with the doctor, they do something. Like she shouldn't cry. But with the boy, I'm like, you know, even Friday or Thursday, the morning of the delivery, I was carrying Zion. And I dropped him on the ground. He hit his head. And I was like, yeah, he's fine. He's a boy. He'll be okay. <laughs> See, with the boy, there's like a, a ruggedness. He's, he'll grow up. But with the girl, the word that just kept coming to my mind, there's like a preciousness. They're precious. I don't want anything to happen to her. And so I was thinking about, you know, like even, I am, I am one of the most careless people. Like you can ask my mom, like if or my dad, you know, when I wash dishes, I'll just throw it in. I hate glass items because I always break it because I'm careless. But with the baby, it was just like, I was just, I can't let her hit anything. Normally, I'm just moving quickly, like whatever. I have her in my hand, and I'm moving. But I was like, I have to be so gentle and so careful with her. And so the idea of preciousness is what I was thinking about. You know, what is God consider to be precious? And we're going to take some time and look at a few things that God considers precious. Because think about preciousness. You know, preciousness, preciousness to me means I took care of it. I don't want anything to happen to it. So I'm going to look at three things throughout Scripture of what God considered precious. So actually, we'll just get into the verse. And the verse is 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 3 through 4. And it says, Your beauty shouldn't come from outward adornments, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is of great worth in God's sight. So we look in 1 Peter chapter 3, what does God consider to be precious? Because of utmost worth is another way to say precious, which is precious in God's sight. What does God consider to be precious? And what I wanted to take was character. Your character is precious to God. You know, this was a verse that many, many people preached about so that people wouldn't wear jewelry and ornaments growing up. And I don't want to even just focus on women, but I will say for women, beauty is a thing that puts them higher. Puts them higher in society in a societal way. You know, even think about a woman on a wedding day, they want everything to be perfect. They want their wedding dress to be on point. I've heard people spend 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 on a wedding dress. Seriously, I was I was like, what is, but why is that? Why do women want to spend so much on that? And I, I'm not, I'm gonna to get to the men in a second, so please don't make me sound like I'm talking about women only, because men do it in their own ways. But why is that? Because beauty is where we get value, right? In a societal sense, if I look on point, if my dress is right, or for a guy, if my shirt or whatever, whatever for a man, maybe it's our bank account. For a man, it's like, my muscles, or my bank account, or maybe I'm the best in sports. Let's go personal now. right? right, let's get, I'll get real, right? We have our own things that exalts us, but God says, when I look at you, what's precious is your character. So I want you guys to remember, be mindful and be, consider precious your character. So, so what does that mean? That baby, we had to, I'm speaking right now. <laughs> so what does that mean? That means that God is not looking at the outside things. When man looks at the outside, God looks at the heart. So what I want you to consider today is treat it in a precious way. right? Your care- so like I said, if the dress is off, we want to make sure it's perfect. If the muscle is not right, I need to go get another lift in because we treat it with preciousness. I want you to consider... For your character, look at it so intently. You look and say, am I walking with God? And what are the characteristics that we should be having? What is the character of the Christian? Well, they should be love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. You know, the idea of character is the idea of what are the words people would use to describe you? Do you were to think about that for a second? What are the words people would use to do? Do any of those words, are they included in your list? Is love included? When people think about you, do they think about you being a patient person? Do they think about you being a kind person? And you know, for the, for the majority of Christian today, it is, we are, we're good at not doing anything. If someone wrongs us, we will forgive them. But character is about what are, you, what are you proactively doing. Kindness is about going and doing something for the people around us. So I want you to consider for a moment your character. Your character is very important. I will tell you this. you know It's very hard in this society nowadays for you to preserve your character. Because there's mean people, there's worries that you have. You have stresses in your day, which makes you impatient. You know, even now that I have the second baby and last night Zion wasn't cry, was not sleeping well, you're a little bit more impatient because there's stresses. It's hard to preserve and keep precious your character. But that's your job. That's what God looks at and says, this is important. So the first thing I want you to consider right now is Do you take your character seriously? I'll give you a story of this, okay? So this was my first job as a teacher. Um, We had a math department meeting. And the lady said, the math department head told us, okay, we need to do this new test. And I said, okay, why do we need to do that? You know, I'm always someone that asks. And she said, because I said so. And I was like, and I don't think she was trying to be mean the first time. And then I was like, okay, like, you know, please explain more. Like, is the state telling us? And she's like, no, I said so. And then I said, okay, like, could you explain further? You know, this is how I am. I want to understand. She's like, Sam, I said it like that, and we're going to do it like that. She raised her voice at me. And I'm in here like, I'm a grown man. I have a job now. <laughs> I know you're not coming at me. But I didn't say anything because, you know, I didn't say anything back then. So I just took it, and I left the meeting, and I thought, man, that was really mean. I couldn't focus the rest of the meeting. And I remember talking to the other teachers, the female teachers there, There's all girls, I was like, was that lady yelling at me? And they're like, oh, yes she was, yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, like, did y- you do want to say anything? This is my first year there. And then I thought to myself, okay, I want to be mad at this person. This person disrespected me in front of my coworkers. I have every right to be mad at this person. But then I thought my character is important. Like, right, we have this on one side saying I have a right, and then the other side, I have this precious thing. Your character is this thing of God that God wants of you to be mindful of. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to ignore her every time I see her. Let her know I'm mad at her, right? I need her to know. And I said, no. See, you know, you know how you know what the best thing to do is? What you want to do, do the opposite. So I said in my side, me, I was like, I want to ignore her. So I said, I need to go say hi to her. So every day I would go up and say hi. i say, hey, how are you doing today, coach? She was one of the coaches. And as much as it hurt me, as much as it pained me, I would say, I hope you're having a good day today. And I would be kind to her. But I recognize something. It's not about her. It's about God looking at me and saying, am I faithful with the thing that he considers precious? My character. So I want to challenge you. How are you with your character? And I'm going to give you two questions to consider. How do you know if you see your character as precious? The first thing I think you'll do is you'll reflect on your actions. At the end of the day, I think it's important as Christians, you look back at your day and say, we do so much in a day that something may have slipped. A word may have slipped. A thought may have slipped. An action may have slipped. We're humans. Reflect on it. Just like I did about like when I wanted to cut that lady off, right? I reflected on the day and I thought, that's not Christ-like. I need to change that. So you you know that you are really interested in your character when you reflect on your day. The second, I think, way that you can check is how you judge other people. This is an interesting one. Think about it. The way you judge people is a good indication of how you judge yourself. You know, a lot of times we're looking at the external things of people. Oh, they're not dressed well. Oh, they don't look good. And so guess what? You're going to be looking at yourself, the external things. But if you're looking at the internal things of yourself, guess what you look at for other people? You look at their character. You say, oh, hey, that person, uh, that person may have been said something mean, but inside of them, they have something good. And so I'll hope in that. So the two ways you can test yourself to see, do I value character like God does, is do you reflect on yourself, and do you look at how or check how you reflect or judge other people? The second thing, the second verse that I tell you is um, Luke chapter 12, verses 7, and it says, I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him after your body has been killed. Fear him who, after your body has been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet none of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not be afraid. You are worth more. Can we all read that together? You are worth more than any sparrows. You are more precious than any sparrow. The second thing that I think we have to recognize that is precious to God is you. You are precious to God. right? I have a picture of Mulan. Who was, who was disgusted at herself because her reflection is not who she wanted to be, right? <laughs> right? She wanted to be someone who fought in the army. They wanted her to be a sweet princess. And so one, one of the difficulties we have as people is sometimes we don't have the value of ourselves. You know, everything in society sometimes wants to put the value of ourselves down. Consider advertisement for a second. You know advertisement? You know what advertisement's goal is? They want you to feel like you're missing something, right? They want you to feel like you are lacking, whether it's beauty, whether it's an item. You know, I was reading, there was a study done in, uh, I think, in Europe. And Andrew Oswald, he's from the University of Warwick. He did a 31-year study from 1980 to 2011. And he found an inverse connection between advertising, how much money a country spent on advertisement, and the happiness of the people. The higher a country spent, the less satisfied the citizens were. Advertising makes us unhappy. Advertising makes us not love ourselves. Then we look, sometimes our friends can do this. People in our circle can make us feel bad about ourselves. They may have negative comments about things, and you feel like, why would they say something like that, even though they're in my circle? And then the enemy comes and tries to put negative thoughts in your head. Everything is trying to make you not love yourself. But in the midst of that, what does God say? I love you. You're worth something. And so I want you to consider right now, one of the things that's precious to God is you. Don't ever let anyone or anything take that away or any situation of your life. I think so many people make poor decisions because they don't love themselves. If they love themselves, they would be smarter. Give you a few examples of this. Number one, like I was, um, we were talking about my wedding with uh, one of my old church members. And they were telling me, oh, Sam, how much did you spend? And I spent, I spent like, you know, we try to be safe, like 40,000. and I felt so bad that I spent that. And He was like, that's it? I spent 100,000 on my wedding. And, and he was, I was like, like in a good way? And he was like, yeah, I was, I wanted to spend that much. And I was like, why? And I recognized why. Because he wants people to see who he is. He wants people to say, oh, what a big wedding. And where does that start? He has no love of himself. When you love yourself and you love who God has made you, I don't need somebody's approval. The only approval I need is God's. And obviously that doesn't mean do bad things. Don't go walking around like being mean and cursing people out because I don't care about anyone's approval. But I just want you to be mindful. We have placed too much value in others that we have lost our way. I'll give you another example of this. You know, I was doing a Bible study this week and the guys were talking to me. And they were telling me, you know, I was like, find what God has for you to do. Find the calling that it ha- God has for you. And they were like, Sam, how did you find it? And I was like telling them how my journey to become a teacher. And he, and he so honestly asked me this. Sam, how do you handle the judgment of people? Because you know what he's thinking? If you're a teacher, people don't look at you as high. People see you as low. And so he honestly asked me that. And I was like, that's what our people, our kids are dealing with because they have no self-love. So I want you to consider, don't let your situation, the words of people, the words of the enemy or things, take away the love from yourself. God loves you. In the Psalms 139 says, he knit you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, he knew you. Ooh you think about that, you know, how wonderful are the thoughts that God has for you. Nothing should take away the value you have of yourself. God loves you. That is, it's so precious. So don't ever let anything take that away from you. So I, I want to check or um, I want you to get, take away some questions to reflect. How do you know if you see yourself as precious? Um reflect on your self-talk how do you talk where no one is in your head do you have a, a voice that says you are bad you can't do this you know i have so many friends of mine who say the voice in their head says i can't do it i can't do it i'm dumb i have many students who tell me this you have to be mindful of the voice check with yourself how do i talk to myself and if there is a negative voice inside your mind I want to challenge you start proclaiming Scripture over yourself. The proclamation of Scripture is powerful. Say, God, God loves me even if everyone doesn't love me. He created me in my mother's womb. I am smart. I am able. I can do this. Check your self-talk first. The second one is reflect on if you see the preciousness of others. You know, one of the things I learned is, you know why I love loving people? Because I love myself. I love me some me, okay? And you know why? Because God loves me. He made me so wonderfully, so what do I want to do? I want to love people. Are you someone that wants to love others? If you are, you probably have God's love flowing in you. And if not, maybe you need to reflect and say, do I see my own value? I'm going to end with this and I'll be finished. The third one is this, Psalms 116 verse 15, and it says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful servants. So what does God consider to be faith or precious? Faith, those who are serving in your mission, what God has called you to do, if you will do it, <laughs> sorry my son, if you will do what God has called you, it is so Precious. Every person is created with a mission. God has made, you know, every single thing that God has made. He made the moon. He made the stars. He made everything so purposefully. And you don't think he made you purposefully with a mission? God has a calling for you. And so I want to challenge you, take that with preciousness. Every day you wake up, you ask God, God, what is the mission you have for me today? What do you need me to do? And a lot of times, that's going to be a very difficult thing. You know, honestly, like when you walk in the mission that God has for you, it's not for the faint of heart. It's not easy. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be lonely. You know, the verse or the word that comes to mind is the idea of taking up your cross. You know, you have to take up your cross every day. If you are here on this earth, God still has a mission for you. And so I want to encourage you today, see the preciousness of your mission. Too many times we let our mission supersedes God's mission. God has a mission for you. So every morning say, God, what do you need of me today? You know, I, I think about, I always bring up story of Apatun. And I always think, you know, think of how hard it was for him. And you know, Apechan had nine brothers and sisters. And all of them had a Marthama background. But he had an encounter with God. And in his encounter with God, he said, this is all, this is the only place I can go. And so he served God. He became a pastor. And he served God for 36 years in 12 different places. And I'm sure there were days that it was hard. You know, when you live in your mission, you don't get what you want. You get what God gives you. And that's hard because I have what I want and I want to go after that. But it's so precious to God. You understand that? Like just as precious as it was me when I'm holding the baby, God looks at you and you say, God, I give you my life. He looks and he says, that's my child. That's my child. And I consider, you know, the beauty of it is, what are the benefits of when you give your life to God and live? I just look at us today. Look at the byproduct of one man's convictions. One man's convictions is able to bring three pastors in a family. It's able to bring so many people, so many cousins who are committed to God. Right? And I just want to challenge you, like, even today, when I think of Apachin's story, his faithfulness, it makes me feel like I want to walk more with God. So I just want to encourage you, are you someone that's cherishing the mission that God has for you? Because God has a mission for you. And if you want to know, how do you know if, you're, if you are considering your mission to be precious? Where do you spend your free time? You know, this is a question that I've been asking a lot recently. When you have nothing to do, you don't have work, you don't have responsibilities, what do you do with your time? That gives me a good indication what you consider to be precious. And if you consider the mission of God precious, it's like, God, what can I do for you? There are so many people in this world who need God. Go to a nursing home. Go mentor some people. There are so many in this world that need God. And so I just want to reflect with that. You know, I see my baby as precious, Micah, Valmarie, and I'm so excited because I'm excited for all of you guys to get to see her. But as you hold her and recognize the preciousness of her, I want you guys to remember that there are some things that God considers precious. And if God looks at it like that so lovingly and tenderly, how much more should we? And so I'll just leave these questions. Do you consider your character precious? Do you consider yourself precious? And do you consider your mission precious? And I can send you these questions. I'm actually going to send the questions throughout the week and almost kind of give like a homework assignment. And I'm sorry that the teacher in me comes out when I do that. But hopefully you can take some time and reflect this week so that this is not just a sermon for Sunday, but it's something we live out throughout the, the week.